0: Hi, hi, hi. Greetings in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I hope you are well by grace. Um, it's Harold Mawella here. I just want to share some word with you. And I want us to look at the power of choice. Uh, you know, the power of choice. And maybe our first question that we should ask ourselves is to say, uh, what is sin? You know, people talk about sin but they don't very often uh, understand what sin is or is all about. So when we realize that sin is what makes us uh, to be distant from God, it is important that we understand it. Why do some men often behave uh, like animals? You know, don't you feel sometimes that um, perhaps yourself you uh, you behave? Um, Or or your behavior Um, You know, if you are honest It's just like that of an animal Sometimes, you know So the way some human beings behave Towards each other Is the way dogs Bear their teeth uh, Towards one another And so what is the answer? (laughs) The answer is uh, That such men are only interested In their own uh, Their own uh, Or only bodily needs and their own existence, you know, on this earth rather than in the things related, uh, you know, to their existence on on earth, uh, you know. So the question would be, what is an animal uh, interested in? An animal has no spiritual values. Uh, We all know that. Uh, there is no animal in this world who thinks about God, you know. So, you never find a religious monkey or a religious dog kneeling down anywhere, uh, you know, or doing any such thing or any act of worship. But when it comes to man, you know, even uh, out uh, there in the jungles, you know, barbarians, um, who know nothing about any religion, who have never been educated. They have a sense that there is a God uh, whom they may have uh, displeased uh, in some way. And that is why they make sacrifices. You know, that's one reason for sacrifices. Maybe they worship the sun or the tree or even something else or some... Create a thing, you know. But man has that sense, uh, you know, that they are answerable to a supreme being or a higher being, Uh, and we know that no animal is like that. There's no animal that wants to worship, you know, a high being. They just live, you know. So what is an animal interested in? You know, an animal is interested in food, sleep. Uh, sexual satisfaction, taking care of his little ones, and that is all. You see animals, uh, you know, you see animals with their head always bent down to the earth. You know, they are all interested in the things of the earth. You know, there is no um, future for them. When they die, they become dust, uh, and that is all. But man uh, is primarily to be a child of God, you know, we have a body, uh, you know, of course we need food. Uh you know, God has created us with uh, sexual desire. We need to sleep. All these things are okay. There is nothing wrong with any uh of these uh you know being provided you know they they the the fulfill us in you know legi- legitimate ways so if we are hungry we should uh we shouldn't steal in order to uh eat food you know so there are legitimate ways of earning our living it is proper to sleep but not to sleep when you are on duty and doing uh something that is important you know so in the same way with sexual satisfaction God has ordained marriage for the fulfillment of that. You know. So there, you know, there, are law, uh, there are lawful ways, uh, should I say, in which God has planned for men to fulfill these legitimate needs for food, sleep, and um, sexual satisfaction. Now, animals don't think uh, the way we, we think. They don't think like that. They have no loss. Uh, they try to fulfill these longings in any way possible. You know, Even if it means uh, fighting with other animals or tearing them into pieces. So it doesn't make a difference to them. There's no difference in them. So when a man behaves like that... We can say that he is uh, reduced to a level of animals, you know, when man has no spiritual values and he's only interested in earthly things. You know, we can say he has uh, descended to the level of animals. But God didn't create us to be like that. You know, he has created us to be more and more like him. You know, to to have morals, to be moral, uh, upright with character, and also with self control, and not to be slaves. Uh, you know, uh, to animal passions. You know, uh, I'm trying to to say, or what I mean, uh, is uh, that as human beings, we are cleverer than animals, and that we are educated, and we can solve. Mathematical problems unlike you know a dog, a monkey, uh, you know they must make as uh, necessarily better than them you know so i mean uh, i 'm trying to mean there is a lot of a difference between being clever and being better than them because we find that even Uh, You know, uh, clever, you know, educated people are often slaves of greed, you know, sexual lust, anger, bitterness, and selfishness. And they often, uh, you know, they very often, these things are their, their behavior, you know. So in spite of their Their PhDs and being intelligent and clever, uh, you know, they are exactly like animals, you know. Do you know why? Because they haven't dealt with the most important problem in their life, and that is sin. They haven't dealt with the sin. It's important that we deal with the sin in our lives. You know, there is part of us that is much deeper than our mind. You know, many people think. That man is just the body You know And and and, and mind uh, Or body and soul You know with the soul consisting of the mind uh, You know our emotions And also personality So I want to say No man is deeper than that You know there is um, A part of man Which is much deeper Than the soul You know that is what the Bible calls the spirit. Our spirit is what makes us aware of the fact that there is a God. There is a God. No animal has it. you know. So all the chaos, all the confusion, diseases, and the evils of this world are di- uh, a direct result of man disobeying God or ignoring what his spirit is prompt, uh, prompting him to, to hear, you know. So the voice of God, uh, you know, ignoring that and listening to the devil, uh, you know, it, it, it really uh, makes us to, to really neglect what God wants us to be. Now, in an earlier study, we considered that God gave man a free will, you know, so if we didn't have uh, a freedom of choice, uh, as I said, um, we would be like robots. You know, we wouldn't be able to to obey God automatically. You know, like uh, a robot, uh, a robot obeys. You know, but we could never become children of God. A robot cannot be your child. God took, you know, that risk. You know, and. We can say of the possibility of man disobeying him, you know, of bringing chaos and confusion into this world by disobeying him and listening to to the devil, you know, you no. Know, but he he was willing to take that risk because he wanted children. God was so willing, and he loved us so much, you know. He wanted those who would obey him out of um, you know a voluntary choice, and freely, not out of compulsion, the first man and the woman that God created, Adam and Eve, they were created innocent, they had to make a choice if they wanted to be holy, they had the freedom and uh they had the will, you know the free will you know, and in order to make that choice, they had to be tempted. So how do you know? How do you know all these things? For example, um, whether your child will obey you if you put him in a room um, with freedom to do whatever you know he wants to. Now, supposing you are going away from your home and you tell your son or your little boy, you know, You say to them, uh, you can do anything you like till we come back. you You will never discover whether your son is obedient or not. If you want to find out whether your son is obedient or not, you should say something like, well, you can do anything you like in the house or in this house except one thing. You should not open that tin of biscuits and eat any biscuits uh, while I'm away, you know, while your mommy and daddy are away. When you start to make a restriction like that, um, you can at least find out whether he is obedient, uh, you know, or not. You know, he can do anything. He can play, he can read books, uh, you know, uh, anything. But there is one thing you have told him not to do. And when you come back and see that he has done that, that, that one thing which you told him not to do, you will discover that um, he is obedient or he is not obedient. And that is why temptation is necessary for man to prove his obedience. You know why for man to make a choice and say, um, "I say no to something and yes to God." You know so there must be uh, a rule uh, that will make man to to be obedient or not. When God created Adam and Eve, we read in the Bible that he placed them in the garden and they could, uh, you know, and they could eat the tree, you know, any tree in that garden. So there were beautiful trees with plenty good uh, fruit and God said to them, um, you can eat anything you want. You can eat anything you choose, you know. So it's like telling your son, you can do anything, uh, you know, you like, except the one thing. And that is what God told Abraham and Eve uh, to, you know? you know. There is one thing I don't want you to do. There is one particular tree here which I don't want you to eat off. You know, it wasn't very difficult you know there were a thousand other trees which had um, excellent fruit you know which were or which they could have uh, uh, gone to which they could have eaten you know so there was another tree called the tree of life which they uh, uh, they could have uh, gone to also it was not that god planted 1,000 trees and told them that they were not to eat from the 99, you know, of them, and you know they could eat from one. Then we could say that um, uh, you know that would have been tough. I mean, if you left your son at home and told him, uh, you know, uh, 99 things he could not do. And he probably wouldn't even remember them, you know. If you just allowed him to do one thing, it would have been, uh, you know, very difficult for him. But it wasn't like that, you know. You left your son at home, saying that, um, you know, he will do anything he he like, you know, except one thing uh, that he should not do. You know, so, in the same way, God told Adam and Eve that there was only one tree uh, that they should not uh, really eat off. You know. So, right there, we see the purpose of temptation. You know, it is for man to become holy. So, as he says no to the temptation, he could become holy, but on the other hand, if he says yes to the temptation, then he would sin. He would live in sin. You know, so that choice was necessary. We already saw the reason, uh, you know, for for freedom of choice. We read about the temptation that Adam and Eve had to face, and the results of the first book of the Bible, you know, Genesis chapter two and Genesis chapter three. You know, now there's a lot of difference between being innocent and being holy. You know, innocence is what you see in a baby. You know that a baby is ignorant um, of good and also of evil. So the baby is neither holy or or even perfect. But if a little baby, as it grows up, has to become a man of character, it has to make a choice, no matter what. So Adam, though he was physically like um, a grown man, he was in essence like a baby. He was innocent and he had to make a choice of refusing evil and choosing God in order to become mature or you know uh, a spiritual man which is what God wanted him to be so there we we understand the reason why God permits us to be tempted with our passions with things uh, that we know that they are wrong, you know. And why God allows Satan to come and, and tempt us, you know, that's, that's, that's a question that we have. Why does he allow Satan, you know? So when we refuse to yield to temptation in our minds, you know what happens. So every time you say no to a temptation, you are developing your character. You know, every time you say no, you're developing your character. The type of a person you are today is the net result of all the decisions that you have made in your life so far. So, if others around you are better, it is because they have made uh, better choices. You know, so if you are uh, if you are evil, it is because the choices you made were evil you know we can't do anything about our past but we can do something about our future you know it is in sin or, or it is sin uh, you know to choose evil and and holiness you know to choose good Jesus had. Or, or, or had to come Or he has come to show us this So that we can know What is good for us He has not only come To show us what is right He has come also To help us um, uh, You know With the will uh, You know to pray uh, You know he has Come to help us to pray That we will repent And, and, and do what God wants you know, Will you pray a little prayer right now And say Lord I can't do anything About the past years of my life But I want to do something about the future I want to choose what will please you Lord Jesus help me Then he will come And he will help you And he will give you a second chance. Blessings. Hope you've got something from this. Catch our next episode.